Welcome to the Feeding and Leading Podcast, featuring Todd Fisher and Andy Taylor, a podcast for church leaders focusing on expository preaching, pastoral leadership, and ministry. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to the latest episode of the Feeding and Leading Podcast. We have uh, something of a special episode today. As always, I'm joined uh, with, by Andy Taylor. Andy? Morning. How's it going, man? I'm good. Good drive up from T-Town. T-Town. Yep. How are things in T-Town? It's As far as I know, it's good. Our special guest today might be able to tell us a little bit more. He kind of lives close. Yes, we're going to introduce our special guest. Yeah, I'm glad he's here. Just one moment. So today what we want to do is we're going to talk about um, missions and how does a pastor lead his church in, in the mission endeavor. And we can get into... Uh, short-term mission trips, and just how how does a pastor emphasize missions uh, as he leads his church? And so I think that's something every pastor hopefully wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a very important thing. So we're joined today with our president of our state convention, Mr. Chris Wall. And Chris is the pastor of the First Baptist Church of Owasso. Yeah. Right up there near T Town. It's in T Town. Yeah. It is actually in T Town. So Chris, thank you for joining us on our you 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 by the way are the very first guest of the Feeding well, and Leading I'm Podcast. Honored. <laughs> I am so honored to be with sitting with you guys. It was questionable for me I, since I, we I, were I college roommates college for a while. Roommates. I didn't know. Hey, let's not tell any of those stories. All three of us at the table have known each other a very, very long, long time. time. So Chris, to begin I want you to tell us about this event that's coming oh, yeah, up in man. October, and I want you to just tell the listeners who uh, will mostly be Oklahoma Baptist pastors, and just just describe this event with the IMB that's yeah. coming up, and what a resource this is going to be for pastors to connect with missions. Well, I hope everybody puts October 11th on their calendar. Uh, it's going to be at Henderson Hills in Edmond, and, and uh, the IMB is coming to Oklahoma in a big way. Every affinity... Uh, from all over the world will be in Oklahoma that day. It's actually the launch of a strategy for the IMB that's going to go national, and it's starting in Oklahoma. And uh, and basically the goal of the day is to help the local church understand um, a, 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 a faithful missiology, understand just how missions works, how missions should be in their church, and and just what the Bible says about missions. It's also an opportunity to connect uh, uh, to the field because we have missionaries, a lot of missionaries from Oklahoma, and and it's our churches uh, that need to connect to the field because the next generation of missionaries are in our churches. Mm-hmm. And so, so this is like put, putting a face to a name, right? To a specific congregation. Yeah. For, yeah. And you know what we're hoping is that every church understands the pathways to the nations because it's our pastors that need to know as, as God calls people to missions in our churches, it's our, it's our job to funnel them uh, to the field. Mm. And, and we can help them determine the pathways to the nations. And, and this event will help every pastor, every mission leader to understand the pathways to the field. And then it's also an opportunity, part of those pathways is to help your church understand how you can partner uh, to the field, how you can get mm-hmm. your church to the field, because those doors, those pathways are open for every church. And, and you know, a lot of our churches give, but 
I'll tell you what, we also need to think about going. Right. And there are opportunities for every path, every church to get to the field. So tell us a little bit more about the event itself. Okay. Is, it's a one-day thing, mm-hmm. and it, this is for pastors and laity. And, and tell us a little bit more of the details. Yeah, about so it. it's going to be kind of a roundtable event where it's going to be interactive. It's going to be discussion-oriented. So it's, it's not just sitting and listening. It's mm-hmm. going to be uh, interacting with... Uh, in the morning, especially, uh, it's going to be a little more presentational. But then in the afternoon, if 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 a church has a has a kind of a heart for a different part of the world, every part of the world will be represented, and you'll be able to determine. Hey, if I have a if I have a heart for Europe, or if I have a heart for the Middle East, uh, I, th- those. Uh, those opportunities will be uh, revealed. Mm. And so I really hope that pastors come and then they bring those in their church. It doesn't have to be staff members, those in their church that have a heart for missions. Yeah, good. Because it'll be really helpful. So October 11th from 8.30 to 4.30 at Henderson Hills. Any cost? It's going to be $15 per person because we're doing lunch and Mm -hmm. we've got some stuff. And so, and plus, um, it's just going to be an opportunity to, uh, uh, we we got some resources we're going to give. So, uh, but uh, man, I hope, I hope pastors put that on their calendar and bring somebody in their church with them. It's going to be a phenomenal day. October 11. Henderson Hills Baptist Church. That's great. Now, where can people go to register and where can they go to get more information? Yeah, we're... um, we're going to put a link up right here, uh, and uh, that's where you can register. So right here on, on this Baptist podcast. Yeah, okay. on this we'll, do it on our po- we'll do it everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're going to yeah. be getting the word out. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, and so there's a link in the show notes for right now. Okay. And, exactly. And, uh, and then yeah. uh, look at all of our social media sites. Uh, I think by the time we release this, it's going to, you're going to already know where that is, but it's going to be on this podcast. And, and then we're hitting it all social media starting September 1. So a lot of IMB personnel will be there. Yeah, every affinity. Uh, f- and, and and just to clarify, tell us what you mean when you say affinity. Just okay, so, so listeners know what you every mean. The, the IMB has has divided the world into different affinities. It's the entire world. This is the the coolest thing about us being Southern Baptist is because we have we cooperate together. Our CP dollars go to fund some of the smartest um, Baptists and Bible believers on the planet. I mean, I'm a trustee for the IMB right now, and oh my goodness, they're some of the brightest, most amazing they people. Are. They are. And they have divided the world in a specific strategy, and uh, and they call them affinities. So every uh, group all over the world will be in Oklahoma on October 11th. So one affinity would be like North Africa and the Middle East, East yeah. and another yeah. one would be like Southeast Asia. Yeah, and but, then European. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have uh, 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 East Asia, you know, and, and you, they're just all over the world. So, Chris, when you say every affinity is going to be there, you mean somebody who is boots on the ground serving in that area – is going to be at Henderson Hills I'm on talking, October the 11th. I'm talking some of the top leaders. Yeah. Some of the best missiologists on the face of the earth right. will be in Oklahoma on October 11th. Good. And so it's an incredible So it's a great event for a pastor to come, bring people oh, yeah. interested in missions in, in his church. And then you, you, this will train you about missions awareness in mm-hmm. your church. This could mm-hmm. get a church connected. Absolutely. Where, hey, they can start doing short-term mission trips to a place. So really, really good stuff. Man. Absolutely. Okay. That's man. great. 
October yeah. 11. So, um, Chris, why don't we take the rest of our time on this podcast and let's just talk about missions in the church and how a church can be involved in missions. How a, let's talk specifically how a pastor can lead a church to be on mission. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how, how do you as a pastor – how do you involve lay people in your church in missions? How do you get them connected? Tell us, talk to yeah. us a little bit about that. Well, it's got to leak out of you. I mean, I mean, because honestly, what leaks out of us mm-hmm. is really what our church catches from mm-hmm. our hearts. Um, right. But you know, as far as a practical standpoint, we have a missions team uh, that that has the charge of of leading our church to. Uh, missions, and we call it here, there, and everywhere. So we have a, uh, you know, every time we go to a foreign country, uh, and we go on trips multiple times a year at First Baptist Owasso, but we always try to make that connection back to our local community. Uh, So uh, when we go to Nicaragua, our Spanish-speaking country, we we have a Spanish-speaking service every week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have ELL, uh, so we've gone to places in Europe, and uh, we have ELL um, uh, people from all over the the world. And so we try to make those uh, those connections from the field to our home because you know let's think, face it, we live in the melting pot, and so people from all over the world live where we live. Mm-hmm. And um, and so our missions team, we have we have a budget that we set aside uh, for missions. Because um, now we give to the CP and 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 we give to Lottie Moon and we give to Annie Armstrong and Ed McMillan. Mm-hmm. We give all, to all those, but we also set aside some money in our budget that says, okay, this is for FBCO direct missions. So we help send our people. We help invest in church planting. Uh, we have a, right now a church planner in New York City that we have a Tulsa campus, and and it's phenomenal because the the pastor of the church grew up at Calvary, our mm-hmm. second campus, the mission church now, and uh, his wife grew up at First Baptist Owasso, and mm-hmm. now in. They're on the field, and yeah, we support right. them in New York City. It's one of our North American mission boards. What's cool about that is that uh, Arrow Heights, when I was the pastor there, we were supporting that's right. the Salcedas as well. That's right. yeah. And and so that's then awesome. that had a, a correlating connection between two churches in the Tulsa area mm-hmm. that brought us together in, in some ways, sharing information, yeah. using resources. Yeah. And so it's not – uh, th- this is the beauty of Southern Baptist missions. It not only brings a church into connection with a a mission uh, or a missionary, but it also brings local churches right. together to to right. accomplish the mission. Now, as a pastor, uh, we we pray for our missionaries. Like like any time we have a mission team being sent out, we take time in the service to pray for them mm-hmm. and uh, call people down front. Let's pray over them. Uh, we talk about the Sacedos, uh mm-hmm. when they're in town. We. Bring them down Bring front. Them. Uh, I've had um, a couple – anytime I have a missionary in the door, uh, sometimes we'll have people visit from the field. Man, we'll bring them down front. Mm-hmm. So we we try to make those connections uh, and take service time, and we're intentional about that. Uh, the last last Sunday, for example, we had a we have a young man that's going with Jem. Uh, and um, What is Jem? Jem is um, – Oh, global! It, it's Mike Taylor, who was a longtime min- youth minister in Oklahoma. Mm. First Baptist Moore is—I um, can't remember what Jim's. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> but uh, but they just call it Jim. You know, missionaries. The IMB they have acronyms for everything. Right. So global engagement missions. Yeah, that's what it up. stands for. Jim's Chris. good. It's an organization. But um, 
But we prayed for Zach. So we take service time. So that's one of the things we do on a, on a practical level. Good. So just you know, thinking from a perspective of uh, pastor and preaching – and I, I like what you say, you know, it leaks out of you. Mm-hmm. There's there's definitely that sense of like an like a sports team, the team takes on the personality of the coach. I think there's a lot of that in play with the church and the pastor. And so it's a culture that you create. Mm-hmm. And so but but talk to us just a little bit about how a pastor can go about creating that culture. How much do you talk about missions like in a sermon? How many Sunday mornings do y'all – is that an every Sunday thing? Is it – do you have even that any even planned out? Is that more of an organic thing? Just talk a little bit about the, the time on a Sunday morning right. that you'd give to that. Well, I think that um, – I think one of the things that's important for a pastor is to go on a mission trip. Because if you, if they see you go, right, um, agree. Here's what happens: those stories come out of you. Yeah, that's right. Um, and and that come out in hey man, last time I was in, I, I'm going to uh, Europe here in in October. But the, when they see me go, when they see stories that come out, hey, we were in Nicaragua and this happened, mm. and, and it just comes out in illustrations. Uh, yeah. That's one thing. Uh, you know, when it comes to um, uh, as a let me just say this. I have to work at spending time with people that are lost. Mm-hmm. One of the things I do in my, my hobby is I play tennis. And uh, that's a platform that I'm around lost people. If I didn't watch it, I'd be around Christians the whole right. time. So I right. would say to pastors, hey, make sure you're sharing the gospel with somebody uh, and, and be a missionary right where you live. Yeah. Because here's the thing. The reason I want to take our church on mission trips and I want us to go on mission trips is because I want us to see that we're missionaries here. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's and that's a that's very important, I think, as a pastor. Yeah, so this ends up being a, a like a connection to discipleship. How, what, what do you how do you see the effect of of engaging the laity in your church and 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 that's its place in the discipleship of those people. How, yeah. how would you look at that? Okay, so what mission trips are, it creates experiences of discipleship. Yeah. Because, you know, when you go on a trip, for example, I had a, I had a man say, me and my wife are struggling with materialism. And we just are trying to keep up with the Joneses. This happened last week. And I said, um, go on a mission trip. Go, yeah. go recognize that the world is not a wasso. And it's part of the world. It's our world. But but go to a third world country where you're not just going on a vacation, but you're going and interacting with local people where they live. And um, and I'll tell you, that transforms your life. That teaches you that, oh, my goodness, I'm grateful for what I have. But also, I'm responsible to use what I have to share the gospel and to build the kingdom. And so, so really, when it comes to discipleship, it is – through those experiences that you're forced to trust the Lord. And I, well, I'm trying to get our people out of their box going, hey, learn to trust the Lord. Well, how do you learn to do that? Well, you take steps of faith. Yeah. You take steps into the unknown. You get out of your comfort zone. I mean, that's what God leads us to do all the time. So move your, first of all, as a pastor, you get out of your comfort zone and then lead your church to step out of their comfort zone. Because here's what that does. It takes our body off of themselves and puts it on the gospel. 
Yeah. And and the call to serve the Lord. And that transforms our life in Owasso. How many times have all of us heard, including our pastors that are listening today, someone say, I went to New York City, I went to Mexico City, my life was transformed mm-hmm. by some kind of short-term mission trip. Um, man, this it is such a, a, um, a Petri dish, if you will, right. of of making disciples. Yeah. And I'll tell you how that's transformed our church, for example. Um, this is before I got here. I didn't, I didn't bring this to First Baptist Owasso. I just, I just took it to another level. Uh, our church, Keith Davis, has led our church to be a missional for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a group of people that said, we want to start the mission center. I think that discipleship comes mm-hmm. from getting out of our zone and seeing the world. Like yeah. we're supposed to. That's good. I, I think, too, a good word for pastors and churches in all of our experience we've seen, churches that are really focused on the Great Commission tend to not argue about the color of the carpet yeah, and, whether, and, whether, and whether they're going to yeah. sing a, a certain song or not. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just it, – it engenders a, a health in the church because of that connection and discipleship. All right. So let's, let's wrap this up real quick, Chris. But I want you – I want you to, to, to talk for just a second about how, how about a pastor of a small church? Mm-hmm. We have, let's say it's a small church or a rural church, and they don't, they don't have the resources, they don't have the people to send a team to North Africa or wherever it might be. How does that pastor, how does that church get involved in missions? Well, you know what I want to tell that pastor? You do have the resources. It's called the Cooperative Program and, mm-hmm. and the IMB. That's why this October 11th is so important because they don't – they may not understand that they do have the resources, but the but the pathways are there mm-hmm. if they'll just come and check it out. Yeah. And so so this is the beauty, the strength of Southern Baptists. Like, for example, I had, I had lunch with a pastor in town that's not Baptist. He's a young pastor in town. He's uh, doesn't have a, even a denomination, but he's doing a good job at his church. And uh, we, we were just talking about the benefits of a denomination. And I said, you know what? We have resources mm-hmm. available. And this is why I want guys to come, even in these smaller churches, to this October 11th moment, because they'll understand that the doors are are open. Mm-hmm. Because by themselves, of course, none of us do. Even though we are a larger church, we wouldn't have the resources to uh, without the cooperation. Right. And so this is why I would say to that pastor, oh, brother, you do have some resources. You do have some platforms. Now, it may not be you'll be jumping in with IMB. Mm-hmm. We're jumping in with mm-hmm. IMB. And, uh, and that's one of our greatest resources. So so it's like sometimes we think um, uh, we don't have them, it, it, but, but let me right. tell you something, they got them. Right. It's open. And that's something we'll be talking about on the state convention level is, is you know, these partnerships, how we as a state convention and, and at the associational level, you know, because a lot of our smaller churches can partner together with their association. A lot of our associations have mission partnerships, but you're right. 
it's that cooperation. We've got a lot of other people with us in this boat we that want to be involved in missions. We just got to connect and right. get together and partner together on it. And not only do we have pathways, we have some of the greatest missiologists on the planet mm-hmm. that are our people yeah. that have developed these pathways. So they're not only open, they're resourced, they're prepared. And so really a pastor, even at a small church, could take one person and jump in and and then bring that vision and that heart back to their community, and it would be so worth their time. That's good. Yeah, I I, I wanted to say as we're as we're kind of closing this up that um, very soon feeding and leading will not only have a podcast, we're going to have a website that's going to have some short articles that are going to help pastors, and I'm excited about this one, Chris, because one of our our pastors in the state, pastor of a smaller church, has written a great article about like, uh, that's given like five or six steps on how to engage your church in missions. On that website, it'll have that article and this podcast will be linked to that. And we'll be able to use that as, again, another resource for pastors to, uh, um, to go from wherever they are in their mission involvement and get after it for the gospel. Good stuff. Well, Pastor, it's important that you lead your church to be on mission, no doubt about it. The Great Commission is given to all of us, and we need to be involved in that. So, Chris, thank you so much, brother, for joining us today. And I love you guys. Grateful. And I want to say to all the pastors, join us on October 11th. That will be well, that will be a day well spent. Absolutely. Very good. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. This episode of Feeding and Leading has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptist. Visit us at oklahomabaptist.org or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptist, advancing the gospel together.